The MLB Gambling Podcast on the Sports Gambling Podcast Network is presented by WinBet. Bet $50 at WinBet and get 200 bucks in free bets. Bet big, win bigger with WinBet. Download the WinBet app now or visit wynnbet.com and start winning today. We're also brought to you by Sleeper. You already play fantasy on Sleeper, and now you can win cold, hard cash with our over-under game. Just head to sleeper.com slash SGP on your phone to join the SGPN group, and Sleeper will automatically match your first deposit up to $100. That's sleeper.com slash SGP. Make sure to download the SGPN app, your home for all of our free picks and podcasts. Welcome, everybody, to the MLB Gambling Podcast on the Sports Gambling Podcast Network. My name is Malcolm Bamford. I am in Newcastle-upon-Tyne, sitting up here on the northeast coast of England. Uh, the date is Wednesday, the 25th of May, uh, and this show is to take you through the slate of games for Thursday, the 26th of May in MLB. And here to help us uh, is the man with all the information at his fingertips, as always, uh, Mr. Dylan Rockford. Dylan, he's got his Just Do It t-shirt on. Are you just doing it today? Oh, yeah, just doing it. Starting off the day with the win. Good to be with you. We got there with the um, the Pittsburgh Pirates. Nice comeback win against the Rockies. And, uh, yeah, I'm just sweating out this Twins run line game. Bottom of the ninth, guys on the corner, two out. So hopefully they don't get a single, they get a home run. Yeah, we uh, there's some day games going on. It's um, it's twenty past ten where I am, making it about twenty past five, I think, where you are. Um, yep. So yeah, we got the we got the Pirates over the line early on. Um, they beat the Rockies ten to five. Your Mets have already been blown up. Um, I don't want to talk about it. Uh, Aaron Ashby, unless something terrible happens in the next four or five minutes. Uh, that first five under is going to cash as well. Um, Aaron Ashby has given up no earned runs. Yeah, that is a scoreless game. Uh, the Pros and the Padres. And Paul Blackburn has got the A's in front wanting nothing as well. Uh, yeah, that Brown's first five is about to cash. Yeah, so fingers crossed. Mate. Let's not mush it uh, because yeah, yeah. that is entirely possible. Um, what's happening in this uh, Giants and Mets series? It's been crazy as a coconut. Yeah, I went to sleep last night, uh, 8-2 we were down. I said to my girlfriend, hey, like I'm going to sleep. I've seen enough of my team get beat up. And I wake up to us coming back from like 6-7 down in the 8th, and then they come back. Jock Peterson hit three bombs against us. Like, what did, what did the Mets do to Jock Peterson? He's hit one tonight. <laughs> Another well. one? Oh, yeah, he hit God. the... Uh... Evan Longoria hit the first one and then uh, Jock Peterson followed him up. So that was um, five runs in the first and four runs in the second there. So, yeah, he's had four, four homers in his last six at-bats. Yeah, I think we're going to lose another series here. The Mets, not good. Yeah, I mean, the pitching started to catch up with him again, isn't it? That little the yeah. injury tonight was, um, I can't even pronounce his name. We tried last no, night to yeah. pronounce his name and we, uh, we failed, didn't he? Let me get the box score up and give it one more go. Uh, yeah, I didn't, I didn't know his name, but he, he wasn't looking good. Sapuki, <laughs> Sapuki. It looks, to me, my uh, to my trained eye, it looks of Hungarian descent. Uh, that's all I'll say there. We'll, uh, we'll get on to that later on. So, yeah, um, we do enjoy a little bit of action. I like watching the, uh, the scores tick over as we're recording the pods. So, I think I went 50-50 last night on my picks. 
which wasn't too bad because I'd opened up OK on Monday night uh, and we've had a relatively sharp start um, this evening. Uh, tomorrow is quite a short slate of games, 11 games, um, which isn't too bad for us to get our teeth into. Uh, we will start with the um, 6.40 Eastern first pitch between the New York Yankees and the Tampa Bay Rays. And um, it's probably a good place to start to get this one out of the way because we can't do much with it. Um, we don't have a picture for the Rays. There are no lines at all up as yet. Um, Nasty Nesta uh, Cortez is going for the Yankees, uh, the left-handed pitcher. Um Three and one on the season with a 180 ERA. He started eight games, pitched 45 and ends with 56 Ks in a whip of 0.89. Uh, and it's just been nothing short of magnificent as Cortez. Um, but apart from that, we can't we can't uh, embellish um, the the information without anything. I know uh, you don't have anything for the Rays either on this, do you, Dylan? Yeah, from what I'm seeing right now, I'm looking at a couple websites and just seeing who might go. It might look like uh, Jalen Beeks. He's like a kind of a bulk guy, relief pitcher. He started a couple this year. He's only going to go one, two innings. So, But at home, he he hasn't been that bad. I mean, he only pitches two innings, but... I hope, hopefully, as the, when the numbers come out, hopefully we can get a good price with Nestor Cortez, because on the road, I on the road he's actually better than he is at home. He's two and one on the road with a one sixty four ERA. He's only given up four runs. Batters are only hitting two twenty off of him. He's having a Cy Young uh, year so far. So hopefully, we, hopefully the bats wake up a little bit. I mean, they did get the win yesterday, the Yankees. So hopefully, we get a good number with the Yankees. Yeah, that was another game that we cashed, actually. I think we had Baltimore on the run yep. line. They've uh, they've caused the Yankees all kind of headaches over the last week or so, uh, pushing them close. And yeah, Tampa Bay, um, well, like I say, I think I said that the last couple of nights, actually, they've just been not for quite flexing their muscles because Tampa Bay never really do, but they just sort of, uh, they just glide along, really, and, and they've got themselves in a decent position, um, six and four in the last 10. But yeah, we haven't got, um, any picks uh, as such to give out on this? Like you said, uh, Cortez um, is primed for a good road start, but that's about as far as we can get. So we will move on to a... Um, in fact, the 12.35, uh, there's a there's a lunchtime game, which I, I've missed here. So uh, the Chicago Cubs at the Cincinnati Reds is a 12.35 Eastern first pitch, uh, which is Justin Steele and Hunter Green. Uh, Justin Steele, the left-handed pitcher um, for Chicago. Uh, he is one and four over the three eighty-two ERA. Started eight games, pitched thirty-three innings for thirty-eight Ks and a one forty-two WHIP. Uh, and he takes on Hunter Green, who is one and six, uh, has that ERA of five forty-nine. Um, just pulling his stats up in front of me now. Uh, pitched thirty-nine and a third. 50 strikeouts, uh, which is a lot in 39 innings, and that whip of 147. Um, yeah, it was a tricky one, this one. Um, Justin Steele, I think I faded him last time, and he pitched really well. I watched the game, actually, uh, and he pitched really well. And I quite like Green as well. Um, we've talked Green, even though if you looked at his bare figures, uh, one and six isn't great, a 549 ERA isn't great, but he's got all the ability in the world. He obviously threw that... Uh, 
the the scoreless game uh, when he was taken out. I think that was four starts ago. He's since gone um, 7.1 uh, against Pittsburgh. Uh, and for, in fact, I think it was that game, actually. Uh, no hits and one earned run. Sorry, uh, that was the game. They, they no hit them and got beat. Uh, he fit seven and a third there. And then he only gave up one run um, in six innings. That Toronto, uh, quite a, or what should be a high-octane offence in Toronto. Um, so I thought this could go under. I thought both pitchers uh, had a chance of keeping this relative close. Um, if I can find you the line. The lines are... Um, Chicago minus 117 and Cincinnati minus 101 uh, with the over under set at eight and a half. Neither offense are particularly strong here. Um, although the Reds have been uh, going over, but I think uh, both you and Noah have pointed out over the last couple of nights uh, that this is just starting to regress a little bit. The uh, the over machine that was the Cincinnati Reds is starting to regress. So I thought both pitchers could go well and keep these offenses in check. Uh, that eight and a half looks big and I was happy to take the under at even money, Dylan. Yeah, I mean, uh, I'm actually going to go back on the overtrain with the Reds. Uh, first two games of the series, they flew over the number. I think with how good the Cubs have been hitting in this series, they could tack on a few runs, four or five, against Green. And he, they have the best home uh to the over as well. Five runs in just eight innings with Hunter Green. And the Reds are also... 13 and three towards the over at home. So I think with the Cubs being able to hit as well as they have in this series, they've been able to score five runs, uh, five or more runs, excuse me, in five straight games. So I think we get over this number. I'm going to go over eight and a half. And for the side, I did make the Cubs a favorite. So I'm seeing a minus 113 at win bet. That's a nice price because I made the Cubs a minus 120 favorite. Yeah, the bit of a concern that I did have was that um, I watched the first maybe three or four innings of this, uh, the Cubs and the Reds last night, which was Strowman against Marley. They might as well have started the inning with the bases loaded. There was just a gazillion runners. Every time I looked up from whatever I was doing, I kind of had it on in the background. It was just the runners everywhere all the time. Yeah. Uh, and I got, what did the game finish? But there was yeah runners and runs and um, drag up last night's uh, box score from this one. Um, so it finished 11-4 to four for the Cubs, um, but uh, the Cubs led 3-2 to two, um, after the first inning, uh, scored two more in the third and five more in the fifth. Uh, so Tower, my um, my touting of Tyler Marley went entirely tits up. Um, so yeah, a little bit concerned about that, but yeah, it's a different story with two different pitchers on the hill. So I think Green and Steele uh, can do a better job there. Uh, next is a 7-0-5 Eastern. First pitch is the Colorado Rockies at the Washington Nationals. Herman Marquez goes for Colorado. And Patrick Corbin, uh, lefty on the hill for Washington. Uh, Marquez it has a record of 1-4 and four with a 6-14 ERA. Started eight games, 44 innings, pitched 39 Ks and a 159 whip. Corbin is 0-7 with a 6-60 ERA. Nine games started, 43 and two-thirds, 39 Ks and a 169 whip. Um, yeah, two pitches. Uh, Marquez has got the better ERA and it's 6.14. Uh, that's impressive. Uh, Marquez, in his starts this season, this is how many earned runs he has given up. one four 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 seven three three four. Uh, so he gave up one first time, then it's a minimum of three and often four or more. Um, 
Corbin has given up five twice. He's given up six and he's given up seven uh, in the nine games that he's started. I mean, it looks like a trap, but you take over anything. I think I'd take over 22 if they offered it to me. Um, Colorado are minus 104 on the money line. Washington are minus 114. The over under set at eight and a half. I've written trap question mark next to this because it it should go over. Um However, I don't know, so on. The, the two games in the series on Monday and Tuesday finished two to one. Um, oh, sorry, it might have just been last night. Um, but yeah, low scoring games. But yeah, I'm going to back my judgment here. I wanted to see the number when I handicapped this. I hadn't seen it. I now see the eight and a half. Uh, and yeah, the numbers I've written. Now you have to take the over. Uh, do you agree, Dylan? Yeah, this game screams over. I think for anyone that just blatantly looks at the game, I took the over eight and a half like you. I set my total at 9.4. So it, basically, I'm begging on both pitchers to give up a few runs on each side. Marquez, he gave up uh, seven runs against the Rockies last time, while Corbin, he only surrendered three, but in his last two starts, he's given up five runs in both of them. I can't trust Corbin or Marquez. So this game screams over to me. I'm surprised it came out at eight and a half. Yeah, so yeah, hopefully um, we haven't missed something. It's not a trap, and this uh, just cashes as, as easy as it looks like it should. Um, a seven ten Eastern first pitch is the Cleveland Guardians, uh, the Detroit Tigers. Um, TBD pitcher for Cleveland on MLB.com. I've got Aaron Savali. You can correct me uh, if you think that might be wrong. Uh, and Tarek Skubal um, is going for the Detroit Tigers. Uh, have we got any lines up? That normally gives you a clue. Uh, I've got no lines in front of me, actually. Uh, Dylan Cleveland at Detroit. Uh, what could you tell me about this? Yes, Grubel and Savali is going. Surprised we don't have any lines up, but uh, I do favor the Tigers here at home. I made them a minus 115 favorite short, but the uh, main reason is I like Scooble at home in his last two starts. He hasn't given up a run, and last time Scooble went up against the Guardians, which was, ironically, his last start, he went five scoreless. He didn't give up a walk. So I like him at home. I know the Tigers have been struggling, but they just took a 4-2 lead against the Twins here. Traveling might be a little of an issue, but uh, coming back home, I, I like the Tigers here as a short favorite. Yeah, I didn't have much for this, um, obviously, with uh, with no lines out. I do to struggle watching the Tigers at the minute. Maybe some, uh, like you say, some signs of life here. Uh, Jim Candelario's just had a dinger there in extras um, in the top of the 10th to give them a 4-2. They are actually, <clears throat> I wrote down, I've actually written down, they can't be anyone, but they are 5-5 five and five in the last 10. So that's possibly my uh, my pocket talking here. So I've got nothing with that one, but uh, <laughs> if, um, if if you tell me Detroit are going to win, who am I to argue with you, Dylan? Um, next up is a 721st pitch, which is the Philadelphia Phillies at the Atlanta Braves. Uh, Aaron Nola goes for Philly and Kyle Wright uh, goes for Atlanta. Uh, decent looking pitching matchup this one. Uh, Philly are plus 104. Atlanta are minus 121. The overall under is eight and a half. Uh, and we'll throw this one to you, Dylan. Um, Philadelphia at Atlanta. Yeah, I'll take a chance here with the home team. I'll back the Braves here on the money line. The Braves had the Phillies numbers so far this season. And uh, Kyle Wright, he's off to a pretty good start at home. Three and one, 2.4 ERA, just eight runs given up in 30 innings. Batters are only hitting a buck 79 off him. And as for Nola, he's worse on the road than he is at home. 
And get this, the Phillies have lost eight straight games that he started at home or away. It doesn't matter where they are, eight straight games they've lost. So I think the Braves can get to uh, Aaron Nola here at home. So give me the home team. I'm back in the Braves. Yeah, this was really close, actually, but I thought the exact same thing as you. Um, I just thought the Atlanta were a slight favourite due to being at home. Uh, yeah. I, I thought it was it was that straightforward. I got minus 115 earlier on. They're down to minus 121 now. Um, Nola's stats aren't that bad, but yeah, you just can't buy a win at the moment. Um, and I do like Kyle Wright. He's someone, he's someone that we've had an eye on on this podcast for a little while, and I, I think he's going to back that up. Um, there's nothing in the... Uh, the records of the two teams. I think they're both one game under 500. Uh, Atlanta 11 and 12 at home uh, and Philly 9 and 10 away. So there was nothing uh, you could really use to separate them. So a little bit of home advantage uh, and a, a slight lean for Kyle Wright here. And that was that. Um, let me tell you about uh, Winbet, which if you've been watching uh, Sean and Ryan and Moonaf and uh, Terrell Furman and the boys, I watched their live NBA uh, broadcast earlier on. I know nothing about the NBA at all. Um, but I've got the notification that the boys were live from the Blue Wire pod there in Vegas. Um, so I uh, I got across and watched that and that was really good. Um, so the win, Las Vegas Casino, uh, running a bet 50 to win $200 promotion where a $50 bet qualifies you for up to 200 bucks in free bets. Plus, the WinBet Casino is offering a 100% deposit bonus up to $1,000. All users can receive a $20 free bet if they win, lose, or push. A three or more leg builds your own bet parlay between Thursday and Saturday. Players can take advantage of the offer on NBA playoffs. Uh, the match is coming to the win. You can bet on it at WinBet. Uh, Tom Brady, Aaron Rodgers at minus 200, or take Josh Allen and Patrick Mahomes. At plus 165. There's loads to choose from. All you have to do is download the WinBet app or visit WYNNBet.com to get started. Offer subject to change. T's and C's at WinBet.com. Must be 21 or older and present in the state where play through WinBet is available. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem, call 1 800 522 4700. I am also going to take this opportunity to tell you about IP Vanish. Um, Use IP Vanish to uh, protect your privacy when you're browsing online. Uh, you need the added security to keep your private data away from hackers, advertisers, etc. Um, we at the SGPN use IP Vanish uh, to keep truly private and secure on the internet, which uh, it encrypts 100% of our data. So private details, passwords, communiques, browsing history, etc. will be completely shielded from falling into the wrong hands. IP Vanish makes you virtually visible online. It's that simple. Use it with unlimited devices, Fire Stick if you're streaming stuff uh, at home or in public. IP Vanish are offering uh, 70% off their yearly plan for our listeners with a 30-day money-back guarantee. Um, it's super easy to use. Just tap one button, you're instantly covered. Take your privacy back today with the brand rated 4.6 out of 5 on Trustpilot. Go to ipvanish.com slash SGP and use promotional code SGP to claim your 70% savings. ipvanish.com slash SGP. Next is the 7-4 Eastern first pitch between the Kansas City Royals and the Minnesota Twins. Uh, Daniel Lynch goes for Kansas City and Devin Smeltzer goes for Minnesota. Uh, the lines are... Minnesota are favourites at minus 190. KC, you're a plus 160, Doug. 
over or under set at 7.5. Uh, Lynch, two and three for Kansas with a 4-0-1 ERA in his seven starts. 38 and two-thirds pitched, 31 strikeouts and a 137 whip. Um, Smeltzer started two games. Uh, he is 1-0 oh, uh, with a 174 ERA, uh, 10 and a third pitch, two strikeouts and a 106 whip. Um, Lynch has had two bad starts out of those seven. Uh, the very first game he pitched this season at St. Louis, and then his last uh, start, which was against this Minnesota Twins team, he gave up uh, four earned on five hits over three and two thirds. Uh, in between that, the the five game sandwich, uh, it's been really good for Lynch. So, um, one of which actually was a, a zero earned run start against Minnesota on April the 20th. Uh, so we've got examples there of a, a good start against Minnesota and a bad one, actually. So um, we need to have a crystal ball and decide which one we're going to get. Um, Smeltzer, one of his two starts, has come against Kansas City, uh, where he pitched well. He gave up one earned run on five hits in five innings. Um, I think this could see a relatively sc- low score, and I trust Lynch um, to give us one of the better uh, of those starts. And Smelter's done nothing wrong, really. Last night was a low-scoring uh, game. So I think they could stay this way. And I was happy to take the under 7.5. The Royals haven't really been hit neither. So under 7.5 for me on this one. Uh, Dylan, do you agree? Yeah, I set my total at 7.2. So I do agree with the under. Um, but I'm going to call me an idiot, but I'm going to go back to here. Twins minus one and a half here. I got it at plus 110. I'm seeing plus 122s now. So any sort of a plus price is a good value for me. Uh, I set the Twins at a minus 175 favorite, but to get a nice plus plus price, I'll take a shot with the 20s. Uh, Smells like you said, he's only making his third start of the season, but he's been able to go five innings in both his starts, only two runs given up. Uh, Not so many strikeouts, but... uh, I like him a little more than Daniel Lynch. Lynch has had a good year, but I can't back this Royal team right now. They've lost six in a row, four straight to the Twins. The Royal, they're just six and 13 on the road. The Twins, they're a great home team and as the favorite. So I I just think this is a bad spot for the Royals having to travel to Minnesota. They're on a losing streak. I, I like the Twins here. I think they win by more than two. So give me the run line on the Twins. Yeah, that Kansas City record is starting to look really ugly now, actually. Um, the the run differential is uh, minus 62. It's, it's getting down there with the bad teams, with uh, the Washington yeah. Nationals and the Cincinnati Reds. And that wasn't really the plan for Kansas. I think they were supposed to be a little bit more competitive. Uh, but yeah, two and eight in their last 10. Uh, they are struggling a little bit. So uh, tomorrow looks like a tough spot to put that one uh, right. Uh, 7.45 Eastern first pitch is the Milwaukee Brewers at the St. Louis Cardinals. Eric Lauer, uh, lefty, goes for Milwaukee. And Adam Wainwright, uh, the veteran, is on the hill for St. Louis. Um, I've only got money lines for this one. You might be able to uh, help us out with your Rockford lines if you've got any. Uh, The Brewers are plus 107, and St. Louis are minus 125. I'll throw this one across to you. Have you got an over or under, uh, an official one, or what what was the line that you got to? So I'm overseeing here at Wimbet uh, for over under is seven and a half juice towards the over, okay. over at minus one fifteen. Uh, um, I yeah, uh, you could go. You carry on, mate. Good. All right, yeah, no. So I set my total at seven point two. 
Uh, this this number is like right on the line. Even the money lines, I made the Cardinals a minus one ten favorite. The Brewers plus one ten. I would need so nothing really official here. If I had to play something, I mean, I would lean under the seven and a half. With but with how good the Cardinals have been at home towards the over, scares me a little. They're thirteen and six towards the over this season. Uh, but both teams, they've been on a really of a winning streak as of late. Uh, the Brewers have gone under this number four of five games. And I like Dakota Hudson as well, especially with how good he's been at home. 180 ERA, just three runs given up in 15 innings. The more I talk about it, though, the more I actually like the Cardinals here. But uh, under seven and a half, if I had Sorry, to Sorry, if, if you've got um, if you've got Dakota Hudson going for St. Louis. Yeah, I do. Okay, because I've I've given I gave out uh, Adam Wainwright. I've got Wainwright going. Oh, is that today? Hang on. No, it's not tomorrow. Um, I was just assume. I assumed I was wrong then. That's how much you you boys have beaten me down so much. I just assume I'm in the wrong now. Uh, right, I've got Adam <laughs> Wainwright. So um, yeah, I don't know um, if you're singing Hudson. Then uh, that makes it even trappier uh, to handicap. Yeah, carry on, mate. Give us your give us your Hudson stuff, and then. Uh, I'll, I'll yeah, no, that, that's all I really had. I, I favored Dakota Hudson here. I do think it's going to be a low-scoring game. Um, and, yeah, I, I set my total at 7.2, so at 7.5, I'm, I'm probably not going to stay away from this game just because it could be it could go either way. But if I had to play it, small lean towards the under, maybe first five under. Um, the way I handicap this – it was incredibly tight. You couldn't put a cigarette paper between the two teams for me. Um, it's a nice-looking pitching matchup, if it is Adam Wayne, right? Uh, obviously, that's been thrown uh, slightly into doubt here. Um, the only way I could handicap this was it was so close, I couldn't split them. Um, so I took the team with a bigger price. It just seems the prudent thing to do. Um, there was some plus uh, one. Oh, I took plus 105, actually. Adrian. There's now a plus 107. Those two points aren't going to... Uh, affect much but yeah I really couldn't split them at all uh, Brewers um, have been fine they're, they're struggling to score uh, runs that game is to, is in the bottom of the fifth now we took the first five under and I wanted Ashby to do good stuff which is uh, which has come to pass so that's a result and like you say St. Louis have been good uh, scoring runs at home so I didn't want anything to do with the with the total uh, so I'll take the Brewers um, but yeah it's a, it's a pick and really it's a, it's a toss of a coin but Milwaukee at plus 107 uh, for me, mm-hmm. eight ten Eastern first pitch is the red hot Red Sox against the Chicago White Sox. It is Michael Wacker and it is Dallas Keuchel uh, for the White Sox. The lines are Boston are minus one hundred five, Chicago White Sox minus one fifteen. The over or under is set at nine. Um. Who's in charge of this one? Dylan, you can talk, tell us about this. Wackerit Keikel. Um, it's a strange looking matchup. Yeah, it's weird because I'm seeing over at WinBet that the Red Sox are underdogs at plus 103. I actually haven't flipped. I made Michael Walk and the Red Sox a minus 115 favorite. So I'm going to take the hotter team here with the Red Sox. They've won six in a row and they've won consecutive series against three. Mariners, Astros, and the Rangers, they've jumped into fourth in the league in batting average. They're first in doubles, six in total hits. So they've really turned things around. Uh, now with Dallas Keiko, I thought he seemed to be turning it around as well, but then he just got lit up over the weekend against the Yankees. So I don't know. It's inconsistent with him. I still don't trust him and the White 
and the White Sox, they're nine and 11 at home. So not the best record defending your, your t- area. So I think this is a bad spot for Keiko. I'm going to take the Red Sox to keep it hot. Yeah. Um, May I use the exact same words uh, on my notes. Sometimes we get a little bit eerily in lockstep. Um, I just wrote Boston hot, uh, 1-6. So I don't trust Wacker, um, even though his numbers haven't been appalling. Um, uh, Dallas Keigel has been appalling, however. Uh, Lewis Robert, I always call him Robert. Uh, Lewis Robert <laughs> is out. Uh, he is on the COVID aisle. Um, so that, yeah, that cuts down on the, the White Sox offense just a smidge. He's one of their uh, star players. So, yeah, Boston for me was a, a one six in a row. In the uh, cousin Mush actually uh, was asking earlier on if, if we fancied the uh, Red Sox to keep it hot. Um, so yeah, they'd have to win that game uh, tonight, but yeah, I fancied them for tomorrow's game, and I thought minus 105 uh, was a relatively decent price uh, on the Boston Red Sox. Uh, next up is, I'll tell you what's next up. In fact, I, I'm going to call an audible here and I'm going to tell you about Sleeper. Uh, Sleeper are the app where I have the majority of my uh, fantasy uh, NFL teams. Um, by far the best app for your fantasy NFL teams. If you haven't got them on there, move them across. Just move the entire league across there. Um, outstanding uh, app and product. Uh, but even more fun now with the over or under. Uh, it's really easy. Um, in any sport, choose a couple of players that you like and pick the over or under on their props, uh, points in basketball, hits in baseball, etc. Choose your stake. And if you hit those correctly, you can win anywhere from two to 20 times the money you put in. Um, the chat room is really good fun as well. You can copy your friend's picks. Um, so you can all play the same picks together and have a little bit of smack talk. Um, so stop what you're doing and download the Sleeper app to play the new overall under game. Have fun with your friends and make some money. Um, if you go to the Sleeper app, download it and use the code SGPMLB, uh, Sleeper will match your first deposit up to $100. So join our squad and get the 100% deposit match at sleeper.com slash SGPMLB. Terms and conditions apply. See Sleeper's terms of use for details. Okay, moving on, we've got three more games left to handicap on this slate. Uh, in the meantime, we have been joined by Noah uh, Bennett. Noah's had some gremlins in his system uh, back at home. Noah, hello, mate. How are you? How's it going, Malcolm? I'm pretty unprofessional by me, but I have no idea how technology works nowadays. We use this communication app called Slack, and for some reason, it just turns off your notifications whenever it really wants to. So honestly, I was sitting right next to my computer and lost track of time as I was watching college baseball that's also on today that I'm just hawking right now during postseason time there. So, but yeah, I literally just did not see the time and did not get a notification to remind me, hey, I got MLB to do today also. So that's on me, guys. But um, I'm I'm in here, I'm in here now <laughs> for the second uh, half I've told, of the I've told you what's happening is that I am very slowly dragging you all down to my level. This is my plan. This is the long game. Uh, we started by getting the timings mixed up. Then your tech goes wrong. I'm 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 going to turn your brain to custard, Noah, and you, Dylan. Um, Moonaf's yeah. already halfway gone. I've been working on Moonaf for about eighteen months, uh, so I'm I mean, slowly I dragging s- you down. I literally the worse I make you look, like, the better I look. 
<laughs> I literally sent kind of like a warning shot yesterday. I was like, Hey, anybody know how to fix your notifications and the selection? And I was like, so Kramer was like, is it mobile or not? And I was like, yeah, it's mobile. He, he told me like, check this. And it wasn't uh, what was up. So I, I literally like, I have to look it up now because this is unacceptable if you're doing pulling this stuff. Right. Well, I'll give you a chance to redeem yourself, Noah. Uh, we've got three games left to handicap. You must give us three winners here. Uh, that's the only way okay. you're getting out of it. So um, give us three winners and we'll do our locking dog as well at the end. I'm just, uh, I know, I know that giving live updates on the scores is entirely fruitless, uh, but my guy, Paul Blackburn, uh, is still scoreless against the Mariners, uh, top of the sixth. Uh, and the A's are now three to nothing up, so that looks like a good cash. And the first five under with Aaron Ashby did cash, although the Padres have got a run. So nice. we're chugging along okay. Uh, Noah is going to pour some coal on the fire of our winnings here as well. Um, the 9.38 Eastern first pitch is the Toronto Blue Jays at the LA Angels. Uh, Hun Jin Ryu uh, goes for Toronto. Uh, left-handed pitcher, and the poster boy, Shohei Otani, uh, goes for the LA Angels. The lines are, the Angels are the favourites with uh, Otani on the mound at minus 143. Toronto are plus 123 dogs, uh, over or under set at seven and a half. Um, Ryu is 1-0 with an ERA of six. Um, started four games, pitched 18 innings, um, 11 strikeouts and a 133 whip. Otani 3-2 with a 282 ERA. Uh, seven starts, 38 and a third, 53 strikeouts and a 102 whip. Um, Reeves had a season in two parts. He, uh, he had a couple of starts um, which weren't great. Then he had a stint on the IL. He's been back for two starts now. Those two starts have been outstanding. One earned run uh, in 10 and two-thirds pitch. So uh, green shoots of recovery. Uh, for Hun Jin Ryu. Um, I don't really need to say an awful lot more about Shohei Otani. He's powering along. Um, he's unlucky to only have that record of three and two, actually, uh, with a 2.82 ERA. Uh, bear in mind the Angels have been winning games and his lines all the way through have been great. Um, gave up two last time at Texas, but before that was one run uh, at Tampa Bay and no runs at Boston. And uh, what was a really, a really great outing for him. Uh, this was a hard, hard, hard game to handicap. Um, I think the Angels seem to be levelling off a bit. They probably, around about 10 days ago, they were probably the, the hottest team, uh, along with the Yankees in MLB. I think we talked that they'd, um, they were the team that had improved their playoff odds more than any other team uh, in MLB. That just seems to have levelled out a little bit. I mean, the five and five in the last 10, which is perfectly acceptable. Um, They've got this home record of 15 and 8, which is worth having a look at. Uh, I thought the seven and a half looked low, which bear in mind the what I've just told you about the two uh the two pitches might seem counterintuitive, but this is two um two potent offenses. Um the Blue Jays are hanging in uh in the in the AL East. They're, they're not where they want to be, but they're not too far behind either. I just thought maybe that. Each pitcher could be good for a couple of runs and then maybe the bullpens could take us over. But this is a really tricky game. Um, a slight lean towards the over seven and a half for me. Uh, Noah, 
Come on, then. What you got? Toronto at the LA Angels. Yeah, I would be leaning towards the over with you here as well. My question, honestly, for either you or Dylan to ask for this game is, where do we think the public is going to fall? Um, will they fall for Toronto, who they absolutely love this offense, or are they going to fall for the golden boy in Shohei Otani? What do you think? Oh, I mean, right now, yeah, I would say Otani because you do have 57% of the early money in on the Angels. So, yeah, so I I would take that in like into my handicap for this game specifically. It just feels like two heavily like betting communities that I've followed throughout the season so far head to head right now. And honestly, I think there's one way to simplify it, and it's just take the over. It kind of takes both of them out of the equation and just root for offense in this game. Yeah, exactly the conclusion I got to, Noah. Uh, Dylan, what do you think? Yeah, I'm going to be on the side of the public here. I'm going to take Otani here at home. Uh, I think he's just shown more this year that he can be more consistent than Ryu. And Ryu is only making a second start on the road, so I got to see more from him before I back him on the road. Uh, The Blue Jays, they did have a nice win against the Cardinals last night, but now having to travel to L.A., after the Angels have been home for a week. The Halos, uh, they have rattled off three wins in a row, and they are great at home and as the favorite. I think Otani gives them a nice outing, so I'll take a shot with the Angels. And as for the total, I'll co-sign with the over. I made my total 7.9. The 9.40 Eastern first pitch is the LA Dodgers at the Arizona Diamondbacks. Um, We have just acquired the LA Dodgers uh, starting pitches, and it's going to be Mitch White um, going for the Dodgers. Uh, probably as an opener, uh, you might get a couple of innings out of him. Um, for Arizona, it is Humberto Castellanos. Uh, I do have some lines actually. Land, uh, LA Dodgers minus 182, Arizona plus 157. An overall under is set at nine. Uh, Noah, how did you uh, handicap this one? Tricky. Yeah, uh, a little tricky, but I just handicapped it with one word. Guts. This D-backs team does not give up. They scratch and claw away at leads until the game goes final, and they're not afraid to hit a walk-off on you. Humberto Castellanos is 3-1 and one on the year with a 429 ERA, 26 strikeouts, 9 walks in 35.2 innings pitched. In his last three outings, Castellanos has been super consistent going at least five innings with five strikeouts, one walk, and basically three runs in each appearance. He's like the Diamondbacks Bo Brisky at this point. Uh, consistency is key, and you know what you'll get from Castellanos and the D-backs here. We, like Malcolm mentioned, we just figured out that uh, Mitch White will be the starter for the Dodgers, and he's gone two innings for most of his appearances since April 16th, um, spanning anywhere from two to three strikeouts in each one of them and averaging a walk in those two, in those two innings as well. Um, and his most recent, appearance against Philadelphia. He gave up three runs on three hits with two strikeouts and a walk. Um, for me, I, I feel like I just know what I'm going to get with the Diamondbacks here. And if you're constantly chucking, uh, like let's say, five or six arms at this D-backs lineup, they're going to get to one of these guys with the way they've been swinging lately. So when this price drops, and I mean, it looks like it has, um, 
I'm going to be on the Arizona money line. So that, that's where there, that's where my handicap falls for this game. Okay, big dog then for Noah. Uh, See, so he comes in, uh, comes in late, but he comes out swinging as well. Uh, plus one fifty-seven for the D-backs. Um, you can say the the Dodgers are actually scuffling along tonight. They've they've battered the Nationals all week, and we have made hay uh, on the Dodgers run lines. Um, However, top seven tonight, Nationals lead 1-0. So we'll have to see if that one pans out in the next half an hour or so. Uh, Noah, um, LA Dodgers, Arizona Diamondbacks. Do you have uh, much on Mitch White at all? Dylan. Yeah, no. He, he you said no. You said no, and that's why I was so <laughs> Did confused. I? But uh, oh, yeah, give me the over <laughs> here. Uh, I set my total at 9.4. Mitch White, he's kind of a bulk guy. Uh, he'll start to give you one, two innings, maybe three, depending on how he's doing. But with Cassianos, uh, most of his starts are kind of identical, home and away. He'll go five innings, give up two, three runs. He'll even give up a home run, though. Uh, walks are down, which are good, but as of late, these two teams have been in very high-scoring games. The over is 8-2 and two in the Snakes' last 10, while the Dodgers are 7-3 and three towards the over in their last 10. I think both starters could give up 3-4 each, respectfully. Then we get to the bullpen. So, uh, as for the side, I... I like the D-backs if I could get a plus 170. That's what I made the Dodgers a minus 170 favorite. So if I could get a plus 170, I, I'd be on the D-backs as well. But I'm going to go over here, over nine. Yeah, this does seem like a good spot to get an underdog. Um, and what, one of the things that would put me off would be if the if the Dodgers lost tonight because you you'd maybe expect them to run into one uh, shocker this week. Um, and tomorrow... Uh, against the D-backs might be in the one unless they throw one in tonight uh, that against makes total the Nationals sense. which is yeah which is a possibility um, maybe the D-backs on the on the run line that'll be slightly not chalky but I think it will be it'll be minus money so yeah um, looking to get involved in the D-backs somehow maybe a, a, a team total or hits uh, and say Dylan Dylan's um, got the his line at over that total of nine so yeah tricky one to handicap with Mitch White but yeah, let's have a let's uh, get involved with the D-backs. Uh, the final game uh, on tonight's card is the Texas Rangers at the Oakland Athletics. Uh, Martin Perez uh, goes for Texas, and Frankie uh, Frankie Montas uh, is on the hill for Oakland. Uh, do we have any lines? There we go. Yeah, Texas a plus one oh seven uh, underdogs. Oakland a minus one twenty four. The overall under is set at seven. And Dylan, I think you've got this one for us. Yeah, I'm actually really excited to watch this pitching duel between Perez and Montez. Both pitchers, they faced each other back in April. Both went six to seven innings, only two runs given up. So both in general, both squads have been struggling to score runs, uh, but more on the Ranger sides than the A's. But for as good as Perez has been this season, I think I'm going to back Montez here at home. I think he'll come back. Last start, he was taken out after only going one and a third. So I think he'll have a good start at home. So uh, I'm going to back the A's here at minus 120 on the money line. I like them. So it's the A's for Dylan. Noah, uh, what's your opinion? Yeah, I, I've just been digging a little bit deeper into Montas's last three starts where he is uh, 0-2 on the decision and uh, his most recent start, he was pulled after 2.2 innings. He uh, Against the Angels the first time, uh, his last two starts are against the Angels and his uh, third start was against the Tigers. 
Um, his first start against the Angels, however, he went six innings. He had 12 strikeouts, only gave up two earned runs, and still got the loss. So it's more of a, a pitcher's record doesn't really count as a good stat anymore type game. But uh, giving up four on fourth strikeouts, three walks uh, to the Tigers, one of the worst offenses in the in the league right now. Uh, so depressing watching this team night in and night out. And then the angels Winners tonight uh, though. What? They've won tonight. Yes. That, that is, that is the case. And uh, yeah. So Montas has been the one that has stumbled as of late, whereas Perez, he just, he's coming off of a complete game. Now, Malcolm, this is the point where I think we discussed this on the last podcast with, like Nick Pavetta, are we fading Perez after a complete game? Well, I think it went tits up when we faded Nick Pavetta. Did, we, did that was that <laughs> it, last night or was that Boston tonight? put up like sixteen runs? So it's not more yeah, of exactly. Nick Pavetta thing. It was the offense just came out and just gunned him. Yeah, Martin Perez has actually his, his stat lines been that good. He, he got on my fantasy radar actually, and I picked him up in a couple of places. Um, because he seems pretty legit. Um, yeah. Said that he had the no hitter, then one earned run uh, against Boston, one earned run against Kansas the time before that. Um, plenty of strikeouts. He's not walking batters. So the underlying metrics were all good. So yeah, I would stick with him. Uh, this was really hard game to handicap this one. It seemed very, very tight. I mean, you like Frankie Montas, but then you look at that Oakland home record of six and 14. Uh, and it just puts you off completely. Um, the over under seemed right on the money. I can't decide. I would take Texas here. I think. I think Texas. Texas are a slightly better team. There's not much in it. That um, Oakland home record is horrible. They're going to win again tonight, by the looks of it. Oakland on the road, so maybe a bit of a letdown spot for them tomorrow at home to Texas. Uh, so I'll take Texas on the money line. Dylan, did you? Uh, Noah, sorry, did you give us a pick there at the end of your handicap? Yeah, I like Texas. I'm gonna I'm gonna ride with Texas you on Martin well. Perez. I like what he's doing. And like you said, I've been streaming him. Uh, I've not really kept him on my team, but I'm definitely gonna be looking into doing that because, yeah, I mean the guy's just been a stud a stud so far in 2022. So, did you tonight watch the end of the Detroit game, uh, Noah? No, I've had more college baseball on, but I know it turned out crazy. Correct. Well, I was, what I was going to ask you, it's a trivia question and it's a topic, there's a topical answer here. So you see if you can give me the answer. Who okay. got the save for the Tigers? Oh, Lord. And it's not Soto. Um, right? is, it's it, something topical. Once you, you'll recognize what I'm getting at once I've given you the answer. Come on, you okay. can do it. Something so, we talked about this week. Something we talked about this week. Blah, blah, we talked about this week. It made you laugh. Uh, Oh, we got. Oh, hang on. Hands up. Uh, Dylan, would you like to tell the class? Is it Chaffin? It's oh. Andrew Chaffin. <laughs> Come on, Noah. Nice. Oh, it's just thrown together. Andrew Chaffin with the save. You can't make this shit up. <laughs> <laughs> so there you go. Um, I tell you what, if there's been a better segue into the Manscaped read than that, on any of the Sports Gambling Podcast Network uh, podcasts. I refuse to believe it. Uh, so Andrew Chaffin, he'll be heading into Sweaty Sack Summer. 
along with the rest of us. But he won't be chaffing because he'll be using his uh, Manscaped boxer shorts, uh, the most comfortable boxer shorts that Andrew's ever worn, I reckon. Um, gills for your groin is how they're described. Uh, they've trademarked the jewel pouch, uh, so you know it's deadly serious. Um, it's time to look after your family jewels, let your bulls breathe, etc. So get 20% off and free shipping by using the code SGP at manscaped.com. Uh, you know about some of the other products that we've talked about in the past, the Lawnmower 4.0, which is the electric trimmer for your below-the-waist grooming um, with its skin-safe technology. Uh, but now Manscaped are focusing their efforts on helping out your thigh slappers in other ways uh, with the game-changing boxes. Features include the jewel pouch. Can't say enough about the jewel pouch. Uh, just imagine your balls sipping pina coladas, chilling on a hammock. On a tropical beach, uh, the micro-modal soft fabric, the tagless waistband, which hugs your body, the front fly opening, giving easy access uh, and loads of designs and colours as well. So get 20% off and free shipping with the code SGP at manscaped.com. That's 20% off and free shipping with the code SGP at manscaped.com. Once the box is 2.0, touch your sack. You'll never go back. And that is fully endorsed by Andrew Chaffin of the Detroit Tigers, uh, who earned a save tonight wearing uh, a pair of those Manscaped boxes. Um, <laughs> um, legal department, like we point out, none of that is true. Um, okay, boys, it is time for our lock and dog this evening. Um, Noah, you were last into the pod. We'll let you lead off. Uh, come out. You, you promised us, I think you promised us three winners, didn't you? Uh, from what I can remember. Sure. Um, we'll start with the lock. We're going to go into the Sox versus Sox game. Um, we're riding the hot team, and they're uh, minus 105, but I'm going to lock them up either way. It's the Boston Red Sox against the White Sox. They got Michael Waka on the mound, who's been absolutely rolling, up against Dallas Keuchel, who's carrying a 660 ERA. Um, love this spot for Waka in the Sox. And then for my dog today, I will be on the Texas Rangers at plus 107 against the Oakland A's. Um, just this is more of a recently play for me because just Martin Perez is hitting in straight stride and uh, Frankie Montas has had a shaky last three starts. But I mean, I respect both guys. And if you feel more comfortable, go with the under seven here because uh, the athletics offense is not very great. And the Rangers, they're spotty. You ever, every once in a while, you get a Seeger bomb or a El Bombi bomb, but um, under seven would be like a third winner, I guess, if you want from me, but uh, plus one Oh seven is the dog <laughs> on the Rangers. Okay. He tried his best to give us three winners. Thanks. Noah. Uh, yeah. Dylan lock and dog. What you got? All right, uh, let's start with my lock. I'm going to go to our nation's capital. I'm going to go to the Rockies Nationals game. I'm going to take the over eight and a half. It just, it just screams over. You got two bad pitchers in Marquez and Patrick Corbin. They both give up a lot of hard contact. I just don't understand how this number opened up at eight and a half. So I'm going to go. Oh, I know National uh, Stadium's pitcher friendly, but. I think we see a lot of runs in this game. So I'm going to go over eight and a half for my lock in the Rockies national and for my dog, I'm going to go back to that Sox versus Sox game. I, you could actually get the Red Sox at plus one Oh three at win bet. So for all the same reasons uh, that Noah's on them, I'm on them as well. They're the hot team six in a row. They're, 
They steadily improved in the hitting column, fourth in the league in batting average. And I just got to fade Dallas Keuchel again. So I'm going to take the Sox as a short underdog at plus 103. That's my fault. Plus 103 didn't refresh the page. Come on, Mel. Jesus, my win bet has been propped up for three hours. (laughs) Um, Yeah, I still got them down as minus 105 anyway. Uh, Oh, come on. Yeah, um, Dylan and myself had... uh, both put up the Boston Red Sox earlier on. Um, my lock, I had I got Colorado and Washington over eight and a half written down here. Um, but so I, yeah, I'll I'll give that out. But I will uh, give an alternate as well, just so as not to give out the same pick as Dylan has. And that's the Atlanta money line. Uh, Atlanta against Philly. Really close game, but just the, that fact that Nola um, can't get a win. Philly can't get a win when Nola pitches. Uh, and Kyle Wright's been going along great. So uh, ever so slightly the better team and not a bad price, minus 115. Uh, for my dog, there wasn't many dogs around tonight. We had no, there's there no Baltimore playing. Um, there was not many of the uh, the bad teams, like the Reds were playing other bad teams. So there was no real juicy dogs. Um, Cleveland have been big dogs lately, but they get Detroit. So there was nothing stood out. So it's only a plus 105 pick, but it's going to be the Brewers. Um against the Cardinals. Eric Lauer going, looked like a nice matchup. I handicapped Wainwright and uh, Dylan handicapped uh, Jordan Hicks, I think it was. Um, no, so, yeah, Dakota Hudson. Um, oh, that was it. Yeah, Dak Hudson. So, yeah, a um, little bit of a uh, little bit of clouds hanging over that one. But yeah, I just thought the Brewers were a better side and and at a slightly plus price uh, looked like value for me. Um and that, boys, has got us to the end of the show. Now, I'll tell you what I'm going to do for the next hour or so, which is never comfortable. Uh, I'm not going to enjoy it, but I'm going to do it. I'm going to watch Kyle Hendricks um, because oh, this game... Yeah, I know. Uh, I, <laughs> well, I've got him. I didn't pick him up in that fantasy league in which uh, you ditched him in. Um, yeah. That was prob- probably the only good decision you made in that league. Uh, but I've got him <laughs> in TGFBI and I left him in uh, because, well, why the hell not? So, yeah, I'm going to sit and squirm. Uh, they're currently in warm-up, so that starts in about 10 minutes. Um, so I'm going to watch Kyle Hendricks for a little while. What are you two boys up to? You can go oh. now. Uh, well, the uh, college baseball streets are absolutely wild right now. In back-to-back days, I've hit a plus 170 and plus 190 dog on the yeah, same I team. Yeah, I saw that, mate. Good the, the What? I saw that you'd, uh, you were touting your... Yeah, yeah, plus money picks the last two nights. Yeah, I mean, I, I'm just trying to bring more attention to the game, and the markets seem to be pretty off as long as you take a little bit of time to handicap these games. If you can find out the, – the tough part is, like, finding out who each team's going to pitch. As of right now, they're going to be playing, like, five games back-to-back-to-back, to back to back, and these teams only really have three starting pitchers. So it's, like, really what team has depth, and that's, like, the biggest handicapping strategy – in postseason college baseball is just based off a of team ERA and which staffs are going to be better. But I just wanted to add in a tweet from our buddy moon off who, where did it go? He just tweeted this out as he's leaving Vegas, beautiful studio, unbelievable time with friends tore up the books until next time. So just wanted to fill in for moon off there. Uh, he killed it in Vegas as well. Moonaf did kill it. He was looking incredibly glamorous earlier on and sitting there, sitting in that studio. He looked a million dollars, did Moonaf. He scrubs up well. <laughs> uh, I was delighted to see him. Uh, Dylan, what's happening? 
Uh, nothing much. Just hopefully uh, the Brewers took the lead against the Padres. So hopefully we get a nice bounce back uh, win from them and the Dodgers. But other than that, just watching some baseball. I got some basketball and NHL playoffs tonight as well. So jam-packed night. Fun stuff. Excellent. Uh, cheers, boys. Appreciate you uh, joining us and all the work. Um, thanks, everyone, for listening. Um, like, rate, and review in all the usual places, uh, SGP, and download the app. Uh, and if you do get those reviews in, um, I noticed we'd uh, flexed up into the 50s in the charts today, boys. Really? Uh, so obviously some people are downloading uh, the podcast. We made it to 50-something uh, in the baseball it. pod. So yeah, let's crack the top 50. Uh, and if you can leave some five-star reviews and some nice chat on there, uh, that'll just lead a few more people, which will help our product and help us all uh, pick some winners. Uh, so thanks. Uh, we'll be back at some point tomorrow to review Friday and the weekend's games, and we will see you down the road. Cheers. Cheers.